Okay, so this episode's going to be a little more kind of thrown together of some topics that are not long enough for their own section. So we're going to talk about chest rib disorders, infectious disease, degenerative disorders, and um, neoplasms like malignant and benign. So we're going to start with chest disorders so deformities we got pexis pectus excavatum so this is sunken chest i always think of the excavator digging out a hole so pectus pectus excavatum and pectus carinatum which is pigeon chest fractures so rib fractures the most often are ribs four through ten and these patients are going to present with inspiratory chest pain then another thing to note, flail trust. So this is three or more consecutive rib fractures in two or more places, leading to an unstable chest wall. So flail trust, three or more rib fractures in two or more places, leading to an unstable chest wall. So infectious disease, that's all I had for chest and rib disorders. So now on to infectious disease. So we'll start with osteomyelitis. So this is infection of the bone and the bone marrow. So you have acute and chronic osteomyelitis. So acute osteomyelitis is commonly seen in children. And staph aureus is the most common organism. So I kind of think, yeah, you, you uh, Stuff is all of our skin, a break in the skin that's going to lead to um, infection going deep into the body, staph aureus. Although two other organisms that you really got to pay attention to, if a patient has sickle cell, you're thinking salmonella. So osteomyelitis in the presence of sickle cell, salmonella. Another high yield test question is you have a patient who was walking through the woods, they got a cut through their sneaker or tennis shoe and through the sole of the shoe. What's the most likely organism? It's pseudomonas. So puncture through the sole of the shoe, pseudomonas, sickle cell, salmonella, everyone else, staph aureus. Chronic osteomyelitis is most common in adults. So acute, most commonly seen in children. Chronic, most commonly in adults. And this is secondary to open injury of bone and surrounding soft tissues. Also, staph aureus. Diagnosis, a bone aspiration is gold standard. Treatment, antibiotics. It's an infection. Septic arthritis. Next, we're going to go into septic arthritis. So this is a bacterial invasion of the joint space. And this is a medical emergency. This is going to be a swollen, warm, red, painful joint. The most common areas are the knee and the hip. Staph aureus, once again, most common. Diagnosis through arthrocentesis. And you're going to give two to four week course of antibiotics. Okay, that's all for infectious disease. Now, degenerative disorder. So, degenerative disorders, we're, we only have one to go over. So, this is osteoarthritis. So, this is morning stiffness that lasts in less than 30 minutes. Evening joint stiffness worsens with use and improves with 
rest. So there's a condition in a previous episode that was opposite to this. So this condition improves with rest, worse with activity. There's a spinal condition, that's a hint, that is kind of opposite, that gets better with movement. If you can think back. Okay, the answer is ankylosing spondylitis. So this is kind of the opposite patient presentation than that. So this often involves the hands, hips, knees, does not affect the MCP joints. So let me just repeat that. Osteoarthritis does not affect the MCP joints. This is where you get the Herberdin, Herberdin, Heberdin nodes. I don't know. DIP joint swelling. Bouchard nose, PIP swelling. Treatment, Tylenol NSAIDs. That's kind of Tylenol NSAIDs. Now, next we'll go into compartment syndrome. So, compartment syndrome. This is muscle and nerve ischemia secondary to decreased tissue perfusion when closed muscle compartment pressure is greater than perfusion pressure. So the inflammation is is so bad in this fixed area that you can't perfuse the muscle and nerve anymore. So this presents with the six P's, pain out of proportion, paresthesias, pallor, paralysis, pulselessness, and poikilothermia. So big thing for this is pain out of proportion to physical exam findings. And that is what they're going to just try to describe in your patient presentation. You're going to have like MVA, they had a tibia fracture, they were rating their pain a 2 out of a 10, now all of a sudden pain's 10 out of 10. Like they're going to try to describe, to put together a pain out of proportion. So just try to think about why, how, why are they saying what they are in the background? Why, what are they trying to point out to you? So the most common cause is trauma and the tibia is the most commonly common site affected. Like side note, the calf has four compartments. So I don't know, I saw that in a few questions. So tibia fracture is the most common site of compartment syndrome. And the calf has four compartments. Diagnosis, gold standard, is measure the compartment pressure. Um, and which is, you figure out the delta pressure. Treatment fasciotomy. Um, release that pressure. Um, now we'll go into neoplasm. So malignant, you get the three malignant. You get osteosarcoma. Ewing's sarcoma and chondrosarcoma. So osteosarcoma is the 10 to 14 year olds. This is going to be the worsening night pain. And on x-ray you're going to see the sun ray or burst or hair on end appearance. Like it's like I I feel like the sun ray like burst appearance is what I kind of I can picture what that looks like in my head. And the lung is the most common site of metastasis. 
I think it would be of benefit to go through and look at some of these x-rays just because I, a lot of the questions on these were giving a picture of the x-ray and you had to kind of pick out what the diagnosis was. So Ewing sarcoma, this is two to 25 year olds. So it's pain often accompanied by fever. So it often mimics infection, but on x-ray, you're going to see onion skin appearance. So osteosarcoma, pain at night, Ewing sarcoma, pain with fever, chondrosarcoma, These are older people, so that's kind of also going to really differentiate, like, what you should be thinking. Like, when you're given a patient scenario, if the patient is not over 50, like, in 50 plus years old, not, don't think, be thinking chondrosarcoma. They're not going to give you a five-year-old with chondrosarcoma, okay? So, chondrosarcoma, most commonly 50 plus years X-ray, you're going to see popcorn mineralization. And then benign, so osteochondroma. So chondrosarcoma is very different than osteochondroma. So osteochondroma, this is 10 to 20-year-olds. It's a benign bone tumor, and you're going to see the sessile or pedunculated lesions on X-ray, and you just observe these then. And then another... Like the final topic we'll go over is ganglion cysts. So these are non-cancerous mucin-filled synovial cysts caused by either trauma, mucoid degeneration, or synovial herniation. Most commonly found on the dorsal aspects of the wrist, but can be found behind posterior to the knee, known as Baker cyst. Um, treatment: observe, aspirate, excise, not hit with a big book. Um, but yeah, okay, so those were just all of our kind of random musculoskeletal topics.